Hello everybody, welcome back to the Football Fill-In. The international break may be upon us and there's no games for a couple of weeks. However though, we have had games this weekend, so we've got plenty of stuff to talk about. We're joined by friends of the show, Mark Goldbridge. Hi mate, you're right. Good as gold. And Tubesy boy. Love it. Great to be back. Team, the boys, the big boys. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Right, we're going to get straight into it, lads, all right? Uh, we're going to talk about Tottenham. Don't know if you saw this game, but it was on Saturday night. Uh, an eight-goal thriller, Tottenham. We're flying, boys. Six-goal. No, eight-goal thriller. Four-two. Six-two. 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 They got a six? <laughs> <laughs> I obviously, I obviously switched up at four. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought, yeah, so, so the game finished six-two, Mark. Um... <laughs> I don't know if you read about it, but somebody called Son. Um, he yeah. came on and I know he got a trick. Yeah, he scored. So, so yeah, the game finished 6-2 in the end, all right? Leicester, um, they are miles off it at the minute, lads. They are absolutely struggling. You need to start with Tubes then, definitely not me. Yeah, you didn't watch this game, obviously. <laughs> um, it just, I mean, they started well. Yeah, they, they did. They played well. And they, obviously they scored too. I just, I don't know what's going on there. I know. It just looks like... I saw at full times James Madison put. Um, he, well, he did an interview. He did. He was a guy that kind of got wheeled in front of the cameras, um, and he said, "Listen, it's six-two, and the scoreline looks rubbish, but it wasn't a six-two game." And I kind of know what he's saying a little bit, right? Because Larice, at some points, I think it was at two all, and maybe you know, Larice made a couple really, really decent saves. But at the end of the day, lads, if you lose six-two, come on, you can't say it wasn't a six-two game. Do you know what I mean? Well, the week before was five-two, wasn't it? Exactly. They're conceding it's goals just... right, left, and centre. So Brendan Rodgers, right? Seven games so far this season, yeah. One point from a possible twenty-one. Yeah. I mean, rock bottom of the Premier League. Is it? Is it about time? Do you think? Well, James Madison needs to come round my house because it wasn't a six-two game. At my house, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was four-two, James. <laughs> but I think what one point from twenty-one is sackable, isn't it? It is yeah. sackable, but. I would give him that game after the international break. Uh, I think they play Forest on the Monday night. It's an East Midlands derby. I'd give him that because I just don't think he's had... I think Kasper Schmeich was a huge loss. I think Fafana's a loss. Even the chairman did it a few weeks ago. He put it in the programme notes that we've basically delivered a really bad summer, but we're we're looking at sustainability of the future of the club. So they put their hands up and said, we've had a rubbish summer. Um, He is sackable, but I would give him one more game. Do you think if... They don't win that game against Forest in a couple of weeks' time. If a draw, even a draw, do you think he's getting the sacked? Yeah, I think he's got to. I, th- I, t- I love Brendan Rodgers, and I think he's a fantastic manager. But I agree with Mark. It's like they're selling all the players. The, the, their best players are getting older, and I just—it just looks like when he comes in and does the post-match, he just looks like a beaten man. Like I don't know yeah. what to do. It's like. I don't know. What they need to do, if, they, if, he, if he does get the sack, you can't go and get another Brendan Rodgers. That becomes a survival quest. You've got to try and get... Sean Dyche, right? Yeah, Sean Dyche. Got, oh, Sam Allardyce, Tony Pulis. That's, that, I know they're gone, but you need, it's a survival job. You get somebody in who's just going to go and just make them hard to beat. Dunk and down. Grind out results. Get the ball which is not what Brendan Rodgers is about. I think um, 
Yeah, I'm with you, lads. I think uh, Brendan Rodgers just looks like a broken man at the minute. And that feeds through the team as well. Mm. Do you know what I mean? When yeah. the lads, when they when they put match of the day on on a Sunday night or whatever it is and they see their manager standing there kind of and he looks defeated, that break, that breathes through the team. It really, really does. Um, let's talk about Spurs for a minute, though, OK? So the so, big news, the big news before the game, right, was um, Conte had decided to put Son on the bench. Um, everybody kind of, oh, is it the right decision? Is it the wrong decision? Um, wow, did he prove all the doubt was wrong. He came on like a, with a man on a mission, didn't he? he just, like, you just saw him, like, his eyes like that. Right, the board went up, you could see him going... I'm going on yeah, there. I'm going, to, I'm going to cause damage. Yeah. And he did. It was unbelievable. It was, was it a hat-trick in 13 minutes? So, came on, scored hat-trick in 13 minutes. First goal, by the way, I think this might have been the goal that you saw. Yeah, the camera um, angle. Yeah. So, um, top corner, right foot. But I want to talk about his second goal, OK? So, Hung Min Song is a right-footed player. He's incredible. Everybody knows he's a belting player, right? But his second goal, right? Left foot, 25 yards out... Just as good as the first. Not many players in, in the Premier League, in world football, can do that with the right foot, then take one on the left foot from 25, stick it in the other corner. Beautiful, isn't it? It just shows what an all-round player it is. <clears throat> right foot, top bins, left foot, straight. It's yeah. just like the guy's a joke. And it, Yeah, and, and I think we're going to get into this as well with the media. Like, it's all, oh, he's proved him wrong. Absolutely. I mean, I'm interested what you say about this, Ben. Absolutely not. Totally right from Conte to drop him. He's had a bad start to the season like Salah and he comes into the team and he scores a hat-trick. There is no, you should have started me because I guarantee if he'd started that game, he's probably getting subbed off after an hour instead of coming on yeah. on an hour and scoring a hat-trick. It's a brilliant bit of management and he's really stoked the fire and angered a professional who's like, I should be starting, who's actually upped his game, hasn't he? I don't even think it does. It may, it'll, it'll stoke the fire and son, but I think all the other lads as well are sitting there thinking... He's just dropped Sonny. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like, that could be me. Yeah. I'm droppable then. If Sonny's droppable, yeah. I'm droppable. Yeah. So everybody then just goes, right, we're going to have to raise our game. Training's going to have to be on fire. That's what it does to the whole team. It's good, it's good management. Really, really good management. Um, last thing about the Tottenham game, I want to talk about... I don't know if you saw the penalty. So Leicester get a penalty first, like, few minutes yeah, of the yeah, game, yeah. whatever. Um, Lloris makes a penalty save. Yeah? yeah. So, I, I want to talk about this. So this rule, right, as a goalkeeper, OK... So basically, he saves a penalty, the, they look at VAR, and he's about, what, that? He's about that far off his line, okay? These people who make these rules, right? They have never been a goalkeeper. They have never even <laughs> stood in goal, okay? <laughs> Do you know how hard it is to stand on your line, yeah, and try and dive completely laterally? It is near on impossible. You have to go sort of forwards a little bit to get a bit of momentum to try and save it. It's a joke. And it's about that far as well. It was ridiculous. But... This is what this is what I don't understand. You're you, you you're a Premier League goalkeeper. You can't dive, can you, without moving? You have to uh, move would forward. Would you just go? <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry, Ray. laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> it's so hard, honestly. But then, would you say they should start behind the line, then move on to no, the line? You then? can't even that. It's, even then, you can't. You're kind of judging and, and like basically hoping that you stand on the line when the, when the ball's actually being taken. Well, it's angles as well, isn't it? Because if you move forward, you're actually making that angle shorter you for, shut the, the angle for the bottom down corner, aren't well, you? If you yeah. go sideways... Yeah. It's so hard, mate. But we, when, I remember when they brought the rule in last year. I think it was last year or the year before. Um, we sat down with the referees, the goalie. So we all had a meeting. They told us everything. And then he went, right, goalies, you stay behind. And we just want to talk about the goalkeeper rule, yeah? So the rule is, basically, when the ball gets taken, no part of your foot... Yeah, it can be off the line kind of thing. You have to have you have to have some something touching the line. And his exact words were right. 
we're not going to be pedantic about this. He said, we're not going to, if, it, if it's like that much, that much, he says, we're not going to look back at it, sort of thing. He says, but if it's glaringly obvious and you've taken a massive step and then go, he says, we'll pull it back. But tiny little fractions and stuff, we're not going to do it. And I just think the one against Lloris is such a good save as well. It's just, the rule in general for me is an absolute bonkers. They need to get rid of it. They need to look at something. But the way it was before worked, get rid of it. But we've had this conversation before, I'm sure we have on here. It's like, the, the VAR thing, you've got to get, an ex-goalkeeper and an ex-outfield player doing it. Just, it's not rocket science, it's is just it, lads? Like, it's so not rocket... It's like, not rocket science. It's Every just single game. Just get a, get a goalie, get an outfield player, and they'll be able to give you a better judgment on what that looks like in real life because they've been there, they've seen that, they've done that, they know Well, the rule was is. about people running out to the six-yard box, really. It was almost like that, wasn't it? You yeah. had goalkeepers, I think, back to the 90 World Cup and they were, like, almost on the penalty spot <laughs> yeah. before you yeah. kicked yeah. it. Beat yeah. me. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just, it's just ridiculous. But... Yeah. Um, Tillemans went the, right, the, the same way as well, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Nearly got it as well, Lloris. Yeah. Um, either way, um, Tottenham looking good. Um, Conte's the man. Conte's Conte is really. the absolute They're man. They're only two points off the top as well. I, we've mentioned this a few times. Spurs are just ticking away. Everyone keeps going, oh, they're boring, they're counter-attacking. They're two points off the top. They've got 17 points. got the same points as City. We're going to run away with the league. He's got squad depth. He's dropping Son, Kulisevsky, Mike Mess Kane. He's got people like Jed Spence who can't even get on the bench. And they're just going through the gears. I think Spurs, I mean, they probably just want top four this year, but ultimately they're, 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 they're very comfortable. I think they'll get it. And we had this conversation, didn't we, Ben, about, we're like, why are they sign Richardson? Yeah. He's not going to play. He's not going to play. But he Fair is play. Play. He is playing. It's almost like these managers well. know what they're doing to you. Yeah, yeah Honestly, it is. He's all right, that Conte, yeah, is yeah. yeah. He knows his stuff. Good front four. Yeah. yeah, I think Spurs will be fine. They'll be top four this season. Whether they'll be contenders, I'm not too sure. Top four guaranteed, though. I guaranteed. Think so. I think so. Um, lads, it's time for uh, What You Wear. I'm going to do it today, all right? Yeah. Because this little beauty that I've got on here is the Lee's Away kit. So they would have worn that against United, would they? They probably... Oh, no, they wear white. Yeah, they'd probably they'd have just wore the white one as normal, wouldn't they? But... What we're saying, because I'm having this all like day it. long. Like it's like it. it's like tie dye. Do you remember tie dye? Like back yeah. in the 90s, kind of thing. It was all the rage. You used to like, do it at home in I your pocket. I, did, and stuff. I think I did that at school. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, a bit did tie dye. School. I was quite good at it. But it's quite nice, though, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I like I'm it. That. Yeah. I like it. Leads top. Not having it at all, are you? Mark's just sat there with a <laughs> filthy look on his face. I prefer the white one. He can wipe, wipe something with that. Keep it. So I think <laughs> I've got the white one up here somewhere as well, you know. Yeah. I'll use that in a bit. Yeah, um, obviously, boys wearing your England, England top. England. Um, international break coming up. Yeah, yeah. I'm expecting from the international break. It's Italy and Germany, isn't it? Italy and yeah. Germany. It's going to be tough. Top Nations League. Yeah. It's, it's interesting, isn't it? Because, I, I, I correct me if I'm wrong, I think they, because of the World Cup, you don't get any of these friendlies just before the World Cup. So, really, I think you stop and then a week later we're playing the first game. So, they are important games. I don't like the Nations League, but it's an opportunity for him to... He's got to get Jude Bellingham into that team, I think. That's yeah, what, he's yeah, got to get him yeah. in that team, and especially with Calvin Phillips injured. I mean, I don't like injury, but that's probably an injury we need because Kelvin Phillips and Rice, I don't want to see that. I want it's to see Jude Bellingham. Reserved. Bellingham's got to be in that team. Yeah, I love Jude it. Bellingham. Yeah. Everybody loses Jude Bellingham. Oh, he's such he's a fearless, player. He's fearless, isn't he? He's like, such I watched a him against player. Man City the other night. Oh, he just wants the ball. Every yeah. single time they've got it, give me the ball, I'm open. He wants to go and do and probe and press and all that kind of stuff. It's lovely to see. 19 as well. And people wow. are 16 playing centre mid for Birmingham, 33 games in the Championship. That tells you and everything. And they retired his number as well. Oh. They retired his number. <laughs> he retired his can number at the age of 16. I'm done here. Yeah, <laughs> retired my number. And you know what? Everybody ridiculed Birmingham at the time. And to be fair, I think they should still be ridiculing them because that is ridiculous. But, like, 
He's going to be the best ever. They could there. see. Sit they down, could, Trevor Francis. Exactly. They could see that that this boy had something special. Who do you think he's going to go to? Too early. Liverpool think they've got it in the Liverpool bag. Liverpool do, but don't they? If he plays in that World Cup, his value is going to. I bet Dortmund are like this. Yeah, I know. If he plays in that World Cup, Real Madrid come in. Barcelona, Man City, Anybody. Chelsea will have a card. Chelsea have got to put all their money in getting I don't, Bellingham and Declan Rice. I don't think season. I don't think Bellingham would go to a Chelsea. I really, I really think he's going to go. I think he'll going to go Liverpool. Yeah, it'd be a Liverpool or a Man City. Sorry, Man yeah. United fans. Well, well, well it depends United how Man United do this year. Yeah, if we if, if, Man, if we're in the Champions League, if maybe. Man United finish top Bang four, it, all the big boys want to go to Man United because it, you know it is the biggest club in the world, apart from Chelsea. But it is. It's about relationships as well, isn't it? You know, what's his relationship with Declan Rice at England? What's yeah. it like? Well, I know he gets on with Jaden Sancho, but that's no good at the moment because he's not in the England yeah, squad. But that, yeah. Um, goalkeepers, who are we starting? Aaron Ramsdale. Yeah, Rambo. You're giving yeah. it to Rambo? Yeah. Is that because well, of the Pickford injury? Yeah, Pickford's yeah. injured. Isn't Obviously, Pickford yeah. injured. So um, I like Pope, I do. Yeah? He won't get it, but I do like Pope. What, do you think he's going to start Ramsdale? Yeah. Ramsdale's doing really well. Yeah. I, I think, I don't know, again, a goalkeeper question. How important is being a good goalkeeper? How important is being a good goalkeeper and having personality? Because Ramsdale's got personality and bucket yeah. loads and um, confidence. So I think he will go for Ramsdale over Pope. I, think, I like Pope. I think this, uh, this is actually a fairly big decision for um, Gareth Southgate. This is the first time, I think, where he's had to genuinely go, right, you are my second-choice goalkeeper. Mm. And... I think if Pickford has a slightly indifferent next few months, genuinely, this could be a bit of a, a concern for Gareth Southgate. I think he's going to start with Ramsdale. I mm. think he'll start the, 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 the next two matches um, with Aaron Ramsdale because I think he's, he's a bit more like Jordan Pickford as a goalkeeper. He can, he's obviously a lot more comfortable with the ball at his feet, all that kind of stuff. And we've spoke about this so many times, yeah. Matt, where nowadays it's almost not about how good you are at stopping the ball going in the back of the net. It's are you good with the ball at your feet? And I think Rambo is probably the best one out of a lot of them. Um, he's more of a leader as well. Yeah, he? he's more of a leader. He's playing for Arsenal. Arsenal flying, confidence is high, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I think he will do. But this is genuinely like a marker in the, sta in the sand from Gareth Southgate because this is a big moment for him to be picking his second-choice goalkeeper ahead of the World Cup. Yeah, I think for the, for the World Cup it goes Pickford, Ramsdale, Pope. Yeah, I yeah, think, I, think I mean... As long as it's not Dean Anderson, we can all sleep easy. <laughs> but question, question for you, being a goalkeeper, when did it come into? When did someone come to you and go, Ben, you've got to be better with your feet now. It's changing. What? How long ago was it? No, it's. It, it was. I'd say about sort of. It's probably about ten or fifteen years ago now. You know, we had we had a we had a manager at um, West Brom called Pepe Mao, Spanish guy, yeah, right? Yeah. Came in, tried to get us playing out from the back. So bear in mind, we had we had um, Craig Dawson. Gareth McCauley at centre-back. Yeah. We had, like, a, a big sort of Romanian left-back who just wanted to hoof it. So proper ball-players. Yeah, <laughs> proper, and, and he basically... And, he, and then you've got me in goal, and he's gone, lads, we're going to start playing out from the back. He didn't say lads because he's Spanish, but yeah. you know what I mean? Um, and we, we tried it for about a week in training, and eventually somebody had to go... It was nine years ago. Pepe, come on. Yeah. No, it, I'd say that that style of football was probably about ten years ago when it came in. Wow. Um, but, yeah, it's, that's what it is nowadays. You've got yeah, to be yeah. good with the ball at your feet. Absolutely. I know. Um, right, we're going to look at the second game. Arsenal. 3-0 winners away at Brentford. Um, we've seen a lot of teams go to Brentford and struggle. Right? Mm. Brentford, especially at home, really, really good. Yeah, I think I, I saw a stat the other day. This is their biggest defeat at home for however long kind of thing. And that makes sense as well. We watched a Man United game there a few weeks back, a few months back probably. Um, yeah, tough team. But Arsenal, looking good. flying. I, I, at this moment in time, are Arsenal genuine title contenders? 
Well, it's a recipe for the disaster the way Brentford played because United had 67% possession and lost 4 0. And if you give that sort of ball to Arsenal, they were, you know, they, they, they nearly scored in the first minute with uh, Jack Agebit to Martinelli. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but they look really good. I mean, they've got Spurs and Chelsea and Liverpool in October. Oof, so if they the, win, if they the take seven points from those, that's well, a, if they get seven points, there's from only them. Man City left because they played United. So, yeah, I, I think Arsenal are doing well. But I just looked at their bench yesterday and I was yeah. like, you're going to play every three days for six weeks, and you know. Whatever you think about Chelsea or Spurs, they have got a bit of a bench. Yeah, That's the next are. step for Arteta, but they're doing fantastically well. I think even... The, the, the good thing to see yesterday from an Arsenal point of view is that obviously Odegaard ruled out injured. Um, and then to still go away to Brentford. Old Arsenal lose that game, you know. You remember even... They did last They lost 2-1. Exactly. Yeah. Was it 2-0? First game, first of, the game season, of the season. Very first absolutely game of the battered. season. Old Arsenal would have buckled there, wouldn't yeah, they? Totally. They would. And totally. this is what I think... The difference this time is that they're... Obviously, a year or two older as people, but they've got winners in the team now. So, Xhaka... Mentality. Yeah, mentality. Xhaka, who used to be just a cannon, just going around getting red cards right, left and centre, seems to genuinely have stepped up and gone, right, you see these boys, I'm going to look after you now, I'm going to be the captain. And it's showing on the pitch, he's a leader. You've got Gabby Jesus in there, Zinchenko, who might, may be injured at the minute, but he's still, he's that leader in the dressing room. Do you know what I mean? I think that's the bit for me at the minute. Arsenal seem to have a lot more than what they ever used to. Whether they'll have enough to win, for, for sure, I'm not sure. But... I think in normal circumstances, they have got enough to win, but Man City have won the league. Yeah. I, I, I hate to say this after six, seven <laughs> games. The geezer up front, he's not human. He's a cheat code. He, he's a robot. Yeah, he's a cheat he's, code, isn't he? It? I reckon he's half robot. <laughs> I, I, I mean, what? He's a sicko. Oh, no. Like, what's... I mean, I watched... He's not right. He's not right. <laughs> Those goals, it's not right. Those goals not that right. Arsenal scored, I think in the first half, they'd only had about four shots and three, two of them had gone yeah, in. Yeah, two goals. The Saliba goal is unstoppable. Yeah. The Jesus goal is unstoppable. Yeah. And the Vieira goal is unstoppable. So it's like they're scoring really good goals as yeah, well. Yeah. It's not like they're missing chances. They're being really clinical. Um, he's done really well at Arteta and it amazes me that some Arsenal fans couldn't see what he was building because it's just going there step by step and, and the next step, there's two more steps the next step is get your bench sorted so you've got quality on the bench and then the next step after that is starting to try and do what you've just said which is you can have a really good team that can win a title but then you need a team that's going to hit 90 points yeah. and be consistent and yeah, that's, that's the, the thing it's that, can anyone do that this year? I, I don't think anyone can um, we just did. Talking about, Sorry, just about to, to, talking about Mikel Arteta he has learnt so much off Pep. Yeah. Like, like literally, when, when I go and interview, I interviewed him the other week, it is like Pep Guardiola. Really? He walks over. It's like when he was a player, he was laughing, joking around. And then I see, I've seen him twice since he's been a manager. And he's like Pep. You're like, is he? You're like, laser. You're like, whoa, whoa. Do you know what? Mini, mini Pep. And he's like, bang, bang, bang. He's a question. Can I like, say, funnily enough, right, we did a video with um, Yaya Torre the other day, okay? It's like an EA FIFA 23 video. Um, and I always do. I like to do, like, my own thing where it's like a this or that. And one of the questions I had was, to Yaya Torre, Pep Guardiola or Mikel Arteta? Do you know who he said? Mikel Arteta. He went for Mikel Arteta. Probably gave him a birthday cake. <laughs> 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 but yeah, that's... What was his reason for that? He... he uh, no just like that. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, I don't know what it is, but yeah, he, he, he straight off the bat, he was like, oh, 
Mikel Arteta. And I was thinking, oh, mate, he's, wow, like, he's, high praise. That it's is, like Roy Keane, if you ask him Sir Alex Ferguson or Sean Dyche, he'll go with Sean Dyche. Sean Dyche, yeah, he would, probably would, to be fair. But um, no, he's gonna, he's, he's done brilliant at Arsenal. And, and Jesus is a massive... Yeah, Jesus. What a sign. Yeah, I wish, incredible. I wish Chelsea got him. Oh, no, no, yeah. Do you not think there, though, there's, a, there's some... It'd be interesting to monitor that. I'm detecting there might be a bit of a thing going on with Arsenal and Man City because they've got Zinchenko and Jesus and I just wonder if down the line Saka's heading to City or something like that there might be a bit uh, yeah. of I don't know it'd be interesting what Arsenal fans think on that it feels like there might be a little bit of a yeah, and if Arsenal want to be the new thing they've got to move away from that a bit and become sort of you know their own thing haven't they yeah true that true that um, can we just give a special mention out to uh, a 15 year old wow. what mm. were you doing at 15 Matt Honest <laughs> answer. No, we can't do that. I, I, was, I was playing FIFA. Well, was FIFA about then? I was, I was playing on something. Uh, <laughs> on something. So I, I say this though because Arsenal at the weekend played a 15-year-old and 181 days, Ethan Nwambri. Wow. Youngest ever Premier League player. That is outrageous, isn't it? At 15, like, mate, I'm, I'm at school. I am. Um, the thought of playing a Premier League game on a Sunday, yeah, and then having to go to school next week, can you imagine how much of a time he's going to have this week? He's going to have all the girls all over him. He's going to be killing it. Could you imagine him walking through the school gates just like that? Yes, right. <laughs> in the shirt, in the full yeah. kit. Full if kit he wanker. wears his shirt. Yeah. Mate, I think that is one time where a full kit wanker, yeah. I will let you off, mate. I think if he walked in full kit wanker, I would just be going... Mate, I'd, have, I'd have my Beats headphones on, I'd have me washed back, just sit in maths class like that. <laughs> the teacher speaks to you, you just go, shh. <laughs> there was some. Uh, Ethan Nwambri. Well done. Mate, outrageous. Well done, pal. Well done. Jesus. Oh, I love it. Sorry. Right, right lads, we're going to talk about the rest of the Premier League games in a minute. Yeah. But first, Goldbridge, do you know what time this is? Quiz. <laughs> Every single week. I love Mark Goldberg. Every single week. It's the world famous. World famous quiz. Football fill in 60 You love it, don't you? Yeah, I love it. Right, boys, quiz this week, okay? You've already had two chances at doing it. Have you done it once? I think you've done it once. I think you've done it twice. These do not count towards the tally, all right? It will not be put on it. It's a bonus quiz. Yeah, it's an international break. Bonus quiz, and that's all it is, all right? You're not going to make it onto the board. Oh. So no pressure, really, all right? Okay. It's just that I know that everybody at home absolutely buzzes off the questions, okay? okay. And um, we have fact-checked all these questions as well because every single week it seems that we have a question where the answer is wrong because Tom or Jamie or Seb or Frank or whoever's done the questions haven't done their research properly. But apparently today they have done their research okay, properly, okay. all right? Right then, boys. Um, Tubesy boy, you want to go first? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Tom, can you give me a three-second countdown? Three, two, one. What player has scored the most hat-tricks in Premier League history? Oh, great question. Uh, Harry Kane. Sergio Aguero. Who scored his first goal for Everton this weekend? Oh, I watched it. I'll move on. Neil Mopé. Which team did Leicester sign goalkeeper Danny Ward from? I don't know. Oh, it's a bad start. Liverpool. Which was the only team to have a red card this weekend? Oh, I'm actually, I'm absolutely buckling here. Um, you can pass. You can pass. pass. Wolves. Who won the 2021-22 seasons FA Cup? Who won last year's FA Cup? Uh, oh my God. Uh, Liverpool. Liverpool. Who it's currently crazy. sit bottom of the Premier League? Leicester. There we go. Where was the World Cup hosted in '94? Uh, USA. Yes. Who scored the only goal for Newcastle this weekend? 
it was uh, the, the Swedish fella. I can't remember his bloody name. Yeah. It's... Pass if you yeah, want. Yeah, pass. Uh, Isaac, who won yeah. the game? Who won the game? Who? I'll start it so I'll finish. The wording on this question is horrific, by the way. Who won the game 1994 World Cup? Basically, who, which country won the World Cup in 1994? The USA 94 World Cup. That was... Brazil. Yeah. Brazil. Boom. Who worded that? I do not know. Right, how many did he get? Four. Four. Choose your boy. So Can I say, bad. at one point, I honestly thought you were going to get the very first zero because you were stinking at the but start. I told you, I, I start buckling. When I get things wrong, I start the whole heart, the old tip. I've got so many easy uh, things wrong. Four for Tubesy boy. That's poor. Sorry, everyone. I think some of them were easy Sorry. as well. I saw you nodding your head for quite a lot of them ones. I think you'd have done all right. Oh, Isaac. Yeah. yeah. And Wolves. Had a Wolves, goal. yeah. Mark Goldbridge, are you ready for this? Yeah, bit of fun. If, um, if any of them questions were to go by, then you should get a decent score today, all right? Stop putting pressure on me, Because your football knowledge you is not bad. Single one right. We ready, Tomasi? Three, two, one, go. How long did it take for Sun to score a hat-trick this weekend? 12 minutes. 13. How many regular season games do each team play in the English League 1? 46. Boom. Which Italian club did Antonio Conte play for for 13 years? Juventus. Who has the highest goal difference so far in the Premier League? Man City. Yes. Who is Nottingham Forest's record signing? Gibbs White. Yes. How many goal contributions did Harry Kane get this weekend? One. Two. Name two players to score five goals in one Premier League match. Defoe. Yep. One more. Aguero. Yes, boom. Who scored Arsenal's first goal at the weekend? Saliba. Yep. Who is Man United's record signing? Anthony. Pogba. Who scored Fulham's third goal against Forest on Friday evening? I don't know. Yeah. Billing. Harrison Reed. Which team has registered the least amount of points in a single season? Derby. Yes. Which team failed to score on Saturday this weekend? Brentford. Wolves. Which line? Yes, they did. On Saturday. On Saturday. Uh, Which lioness has scored the most goals for England? Adam White. I think that's it. I can't give you any more questions. You smashed that, by the way. Did I? You absolutely smashed that. What was that? Eight. Oh, Eight. Well, I would have been top of the league. You would have gone joint top of the league. Oh, well. It's an oh. You'd have been up there with the Foster, sitting pretty at the top of the league. Unfortunately, though, they do not make it on there today. You were on fire then as they well. They should make it because, as the viewers will know, the originals quizzes were very hard. It were very hard. And you know what? The question that would have got you to the top as well, the Pogba question. I'm with you, though. I would have said Anthony then as well. And the Brentford thing. I would have listened. Saturday. Attention's in the detail. Oh, that was good. No, the Pogba one, I'm, I'm a bit, but I'm not disappointed by that because it was, a waste, a, it was a waste of time as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, right, lads, we're going to talk um, about the rest of the Premier League games this weekend. We're going to start with Newcastle, Bournemouth. Uh, one all draw, Isaac scoring again, by the way. He looks, I'm not going to say penalty merchant, but he's scoring penalties at least. Anyway, he's tucking them away. Um, Bournemouth, what are they, 12th, 13th now? Newcastle, 10th. Um, realistically, Newcastle, should they be doing a little bit better than what they're doing already? I think it's a... I was surprised there was a few boos at the weekends. I don't know whether it was major, but the, you could hear it. Yeah. Um, I think Newcastle are a weird one because I think it's so hard to break into the top eight. Yeah. And... Um, I think, I don't know what the... I think Newcastle just needs to be a bit patient. I think they've got these billionaire owners and they think they're going to suddenly be in the top four and it's not that easy. And I think Newcastle have done it quite cleverly, the way that they're gradually building what they're doing. Yeah. Um, 
But he won't get loads of time, um, and they probably do need to be more in the top sort of half of the table. Um, but you look at their team, and it's not definitely a top eight team. At no, the moment, it's, so. it's a good team. It's a yeah. solid mid-table team. It's work in progress. Yeah, yeah. I think that they will get there. I think people yeah, I need think to realise, like with Man City, I think pe they look at Man City, people think, well, because they've got money, that's why they are where they are. And the same with Newcastle. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. It took Man City a good best part of six, seven years to get to where they are. Exactly. And it takes time, and they will get there for sure. But um, Bournemouth, I'm actually quite happy with Bournemouth. You know? Gary O'Neill. Yeah, I'm quite happy with Bournemouth. Give that man a job. Do you, do you reckon? I'm with you, mate. Absolutely. Absolutely. Frankie Boy? Yeah, give him the job. Give him well, the job, yeah? You get takeovers, mate. So, Frankie Boy is our editor behind the camera, big Bournemouth fan. Yeah, you're happy with but that. But no, I, I think, uh, look at the job he's done. Yeah, true that. Look at the, they were getting hammered, what was it, 9 0 against Liverpool. Yeah. He's come in and they look, they're so organised. It would and be a miracle if they stay up, to be fair. And yeah. I'm not, that's not disrespectful. No. I just think squad wise, they, they're going to be around the bottom. So yeah. he's doing a great job, yeah. I just, but he was at Liverpool, wasn't he? Gary yeah. And he, apparently he's like an unbelievable coach. Oh, there you go, then. I think you've got to give it to him. Give him the job. Gary O'Neill, well done, mate. Um, we're going to look at Wolves uh, versus Man City. Now, when you're playing Man City, right, yeah, the first thing you want to do is you make sure you keep 11 players on the pitch, right? And Wolves went and got a red card after what? Half an hour, was it? Once uh, a red card in my day. It wasn't, I'm with you. Oh, do you know what? I'm kind of with you a little bit. I'm thinking, oh, yeah, it's God. like it's a high challenge and stuff like that. But Grealish is all over the shop and he's rolling well, round. The ball's here and he actually almost hits the ball and it's Grealish's arm that ricochets his, his leg down into his stomach. You're always going to get a red for it Porsche. because it's out of control. But I guarantee yeah. it in the early 90s, late 90s, oh, that's, that's nothing. not even a yet. That's oh, just oh, like a come on, <laughs> carry on, we get on with it, yeah. Um, but Do you yeah. remember Street Fighter, the yeah. computer game? <laughs> Should have been. It didn't look that. good to. Yeah. Yeah. That was like Chun Li. Chun Li used yeah, to have yeah. a power <laughs> move. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, the only move I'd, I used to pick every time. I'd kill everybody with that bad What about Guile? Guile, yeah, the oh, yeah. Sonic Boom. Guile yeah. was an old was, school. Yeah. Ken Ryan, yeah, um, Blanka. Did you see the? Did, did, did you, yeah, <laughs> did you see the goalkeeper before to Kevin De Bruyne? No, go on. He was like, he tapped him. He went, just take it easy today, yeah, really. please, lads. Come on. He literally said, I was like, if you're doing that before the game, you know you're going to get an absolute scene. Did he do that before yeah. the game? Yeah. Wow. They're, yeah. In, the, they're in the line. You can't be sitting doing he's, that before he's the game. Joking. To be perfect, Obviously, he's having a laugh. Mark, you, you need to understand it from a goalie's perspective, though, right? Especially when, like, when you go down to ten men and you've got the best part of an hour left to go against Man City. Oh, mate, those floodgates can open. Honestly, they can open. The big boy, Erling Haaland, again scoring. Guy's a machine, isn't he? We spoke about him earlier in the show, but he is a machine. He's on a different level at the minute. I think Wolves actually played better with 10 men, though. Really? Yeah, it was 2-0, yeah. won it, and then they, they lost three. They, so. they played really well with 10 yeah. men. But, yeah, going back to Haaland, like I said, he's a robot. He's not, he's not real. That Foden goal was really good. It was a good goal, The way he flicked it? in through the legs as yeah. well. Yeah, he took it well. He's playing well. De Bruyne's cross. I think that's six the... assists now this season yeah. for De Bruyne already. Yeah, that cross to Grealish. I mean, Beautiful. I think all three of us would have tapped that in. It was such yeah, a good lovely cross. Enough. Right in the avenue where, but, as a keeper, you don't want it. As but a defender, that, you don't that, want it. that is a, the, the most classic Man City goals over the last two, three years especially. That, that is the most classic Man City goals ever. They get behind you, they pull it back, and it's a simple tap in. And now, like I say, they've not only got the simple guys to simply tap it in, you've got Erling Haaland who can go and do that. The, I've got to say, the Erling Haaland goal for me is, it's a thing of beauty because... Well, he doesn't even connect with it well. Like, still, the keeper's still yeah. at full stretch, can't get he it. If he hits that well, it's 
even better. It's it? such a clever goal. It's the, so, so basically, the goal starts from Edison. Edison clips it out to the wing. He flicks it into somebody else, puts Erling Haaland in. Haaland, he's got a lot of work to do still, yeah? Poor Max Kilman is backtracking. He's yeah. getting tied up into a pretzel, lads, right? <laughs> he's like, he's twisting and turning, going, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Um, Haaland basically uses Max Kilman as like, he, he, he knows he's there. The goalie can't really see around him. Uses him, scuffs it into the corner. It doesn't matter, mate. He just finds the corners, though. So even when you do scuff them, they're going in. The guy's a joke. What, do you joke. what did you think about Haaland, though, pushing the camera away at half-time? Did you uh, see it? They're trying to film it, and he's gone, get out. I don't know. Did he do it, like, aggressively, did he? It was kind yeah, of... Yeah, it's like... I think... You've got to imagine, though. If you imagine you're Erling Haaland, right, I guarantee you, half-time and full-time of every single game, I guarantee you he's got the camera on him because he's probably scored in one of those halves. Yeah. yeah? And so every time the camera's on him, sometimes you just want to, all right, mate, leave me alone, all right, yeah? You've been there. How close are they? It looks like they're straight up in his grill. Cameras never come on the goalies, mate, unless you've made a stinker, yeah? And then that probably makes you do want to push it away. But, yeah, they do. They get right up in your face kind of thing. So that's when you've got to be careful. You can't say anything either. Yeah. It's a funny character anyway. I mean, there's loads of clips of him at Dortmund and stuff where he can come out with some really odd stuff. And I don't know whether he's just, you know, he's doing it for a, a bit of a, you know, I don't know whether he's really like that. I think he just knows yeah. that it's going to go viral. Yeah, go viral and get some clips. On I really, it. really want to meet him. Okay then, so I think what you're saying is Haaland could be a contender for shit house of the week for that little camera push, yeah? But I know for a fact I've got a better option for us, all right? Yeah. The best shithouse of the whole entire weekend. <laughs> Maybe even so far of the Premier League, all right? Oh. So Arsenal have won 3 at the weekend, yeah? yeah. Um, fantastic win. Oh, no, yeah. But a tweet was put out after the game, yeah, from Gabriel. And this, is, this has got a bit of history, okay? So I'll read out the tweet, okay, first and foremost, right? So the tweet that Gabriel put out straight after the game was, nice kickabout with the boys, right? Yeah, this tweet has already <laughs> got over 250,000 likes, yeah? And do you know why? Because... Beginning of last season, Friday night, first game of the season, Brentford against Arsenal, Ivan Tony puts a nice little tweet out saying, nice little kickabout with the boys. <laughs> that is pure shithousery, isn't it? And we want to see it. This is what I we're here for. I love it. It's world class, isn't it? I love it. it. And it will come back and bite him on the arse. 100%. Soon at some Every point, season, this is going to come yeah. like yeah. Over wins, nice yeah. kickabout yeah. with the boys. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I almost want to say, just keep your mouth shut, but then I don't because I love it. I'm all over this kind of stuff. Good. It's world class. It's all it? good fun. I reckon Ivan Tony's set at home. Just yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah, well done, mate. Yeah. He's probably liked it. Guaranteed. Yeah. One of those 250k likes is worth I like it. I love all that stuff. Yeah. It's like what we were talking about the other one we've gone here before with the. Conte and uh, Tuchel. Yeah, like, we yeah. love all that. It's yeah. a bit of theatre, yeah, all that kind of fun. stuff. But I, I want to say, we've talked about Jack with, with the um, sending off. I'm so pleased that he's, he's scored a goal, yeah. And he's starting. Yeah. And there was another clip on Harlan, just I'll, I'll forget this. Um, the, the training guy, they're all throwing the training tops yeah, at him. Yeah, nice. He holds it up and walks it to him. And I thought, you know what? That's top. Yeah. That was top. A I bit of respect. That. Can yeah. you imagine that? Actually having a bit of respect and going, thanks for taking my top off me. There yeah. you go. He was getting Lovely, pelted, the fellow, wasn't he? So, he was going to <laughs> <bang, mate. laughs> like the kit guy on a Sunday morning when you... Yeah, yeah, yeah mate. You're having the kit. Yeah. Yeah. The tape comes over. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it was a nice touch. Like. Yeah, but nice. for Jack to be playing... Because I, I, sometimes I feel... Even like his post-match interview, he was like, yeah, I needed that. I feel bad for him. Like you got to think as well. That's a big goal for him, though, because being a Brummie, being a Villa, Villa player, Villa fan, yeah, scoring against the Wolves—that's a big moment for him. You know, that yeah. meant a lot to him. He that. had a pop at me at the weekend. Jacko did. Yeah. Go well, on. He liked to tweet. So basically, I was on Talksport on Saturday night, and I was on about Grealish, and I said, "I don't think he's doing enough for 100 million pounds. I preferred him at Villa. He was a freer player. I think if he'd come to United, he would have suited United better." So Paul Dickoff, formerly of Man City, quote tweets me 
saying, saying I'm talking shit, basically. Nothing new. But Jack Grealish likes Paul Dickoff's tweets. Really? So I thought, well, you know, maybe... I think you've got a point there, though, you know. Mate. No, I love Grealish. I, look, that's, I, I didn't bother getting into the tit for tat on Twitter, but I'm like, you've not listened to what I said. I like Grealish. Yeah, sure. I really like Grealish. I don't like him at Man City because I think he's become too much of a system player. Yeah, shackled. He's and shackled. I, and, I, and I like the Grealish who gets the ball and, and, and he's freer. And I think if, he, if he'd have come... Well, we, we couldn't get him, but if he'd gone to United, he would have been allowed to be freer. Yeah. Because you are. But at yeah. Man City, it, it's the... Well, it, you can't you're a, fault you're it. The system. You're going to win titles. You're going to become a better footballer. But he has lost a little bit. And I, and I, I like Grealish when he just gets the ball and runs. As he's, usual, he's mate. Such an exciting player. I'd love him. People just take stuff out of context. It is what it is. That's the way the world works, mate. Um, right, we're going to look at Forest against Fulham. Um, massive wow. win for Fulham. Yeah. Massive win for Fulham. Forest just they keep like capitulating though, don't they? Do what? Why? Why? It must. Be, I think the, obviously they've got a whole lot of new signings. players. Too many signings. It's like you need. Uh, sometimes you just need big, experienced heads in there to go. Right, lads, just chill out. Yeah, just chill out, would you? Well, Lingard's been a nightmare, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. To be probably fair. thought he might have an outside chance for the World Cup, especially with the yeah, injuries in exactly, the midfield. Yeah, and he has been nowhere near really, it. No, not on it at all. Yeah. But, um, is that, but, but is that a wise idea? I mean, I'm not a football manager. I love football. They signed what twenty? Yeah, twenty odd players. Yeah. Now, you've been a pro at the top of the game. That's not good, surely. No, that's... How, but again, though, even that, I don't think... The ma- that's not the manager. This is the owner. This is... Why this is the is manager not going, mate? I don't, he's got I don't no even know it. half their names, Honestly, let alone how they play he's football. He's got no say in it. I guarantee Honestly, you, out of those not, 20, he's probably four or five max that he would have picked and been, like, then? sanctioned. The rest, it's just kind of, there you go, deal with that. But that's, not, that's no way to run a football club. Very hard to... What's run. the point? Exactly, mate, I know. Imagine um, that on the training ground. You've got, oh, I've got 78 players now. Um... Hey, it's, a, it's you, a problem, that. It's, it's not going to work. Well, they announced the... Um, they did the squad list last week, didn't they? Phil Jones missed out from Man United, for example. You're going to have players right, left and centre getting missed out. And once they get missed out, not only do you lose them for your squad selection, you lose them as people because they're like, what's the point? I can't even, I can't even do what I'm paid to do anymore. So the, the, sorry, sorry, the squad yeah. that's got the, them into the Premier League. Yeah, it's nowhere near anymore. They're all just yeah. sort of like, okay, so when it's a recipe for disaster. It's, 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 I think Fulham I did think it a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. And they went straight. Mill they spent, yeah. Mm. Um, Fulham, though, fair play to them. Sixth in the Premier League after yeah. seven games. Yeah, eleven points. Decent. That's that's a worry for Forest because Bournemouth did it. Yeah. Fulham have done it. Both at the City yeah, Ground. Yeah, They're six it. points you've got to get if you want to stay up. You've got to beat those teams. True so they've got to. They might come good because they have got some really good players. But it's um, might yeah. be too late. Yeah. Though, it's a worrying start. I think the manager might go as well. You know, yeah, big, yeah, know that's super. the next change of an owner that's handy with his tra- uh, transfer budget, isn't it? Right, lads, it is time for Champ and Chump of the Week, and we are starting with Champ this week, OK? We've got two nominations. Um, first of all, we're going to go for young Arsenal player, the, the youngest ever Premier League player, 15 years, 181 days, Ethan Nwambri. He's got to be up there in the nominations. But secondly, and the guy I think is probably going to take the Champ of the Week for this week, it's got to be Son, hasn't it? It's got to be Hunman's son. Rested by Antonio Conte. Everybody's giving him pouters, saying he's off the boil, he's off the pace, all that kind of stuff. Comes on, scores a 13-minute hat-trick. We agreed? Yeah, I'll take your word for it that he did, because it was four <laughs> when I last did. Um, no, but on the young lad, I mean, I think it's great, and a lot of people go, he's not 15 and a half, and clearly he is. That's just one of those things. When I was at school, there was a guy who played in the rugby team who was just bloody 
Better, massive, bigger. Massive. Yeah. So, you know, that's just genetics. Son is just class. Yeah, pure class, wasn't it? Beautiful hat-trick. To score a hat-trick in 13 minutes in yeah. any level of football, yeah. the best league in the world, Premier League, is a joke. Um, do you know what? We could have included this in the shithouse of the week as well. When he scored his hat-trick, he's running off, giving it the little shh. Oh, you want to talk about that? Yeah, it's... it's, it's like, who, who is he doing that to? I think that's... Like, I think that's a bit to the media, a bit to Conte, a bit to everyone out there that's doubted him. Havertz did it um, a few weeks back at Stamford Bridge. And I love Havertz. I think he's brilliant. But he hasn't been playing well. And Because he did it right... Obviously, Stamford Bridge is right like close to the yeah, pit. Yeah, yeah. And he starts doing that when he scored. And I'm like, come on, mate. It's like, you haven't been playing well. Who, who, um, <laughs> who was the Man United player that did that? Was it... Um... Harry Maguire did it against Andorra. That he did it for England. He scored in a friendly against Andorra. It may as well. That's the friendly. thing that Roy Keane went bonkers yeah, about yeah, as well, yeah, weren't yeah, it? Yeah, that's that's not a good look, is it? It's yeah. it's shit housery, lads, isn't it? <laughs> it's shit housery. It's just, it's more conf- it's more like confused housery because I don't know <laughs> why. I don't know who he's do- what they do. Who they're doing it to? They're doing it to the fans because the fans have been going. Oh, we're, we're missing Son. He's not playing well. Yeah. Like, oh, are you doing it to the media because they've said you're not been playing well? But the fact is, you haven't been playing well. Yeah, true. So, yeah, for me, it's, it's not, it a bit, yeah. I'm confused how Maybe it's about self-belief, maybe it's about ego, maybe it's about, look, I've silenced my doubters because I've scored a hat-trick, yeah. when in reality, you've been dropped because you weren't performing, so... Yeah. Yeah. Just so, get on with it, you scored a hat-trick, buzz your face off, smile... Do, and a, da- do a dance or yeah, something. Yeah, there we go, yeah. I, I just, because uh, I was there, I have it, didn't I? I was like, yeah, I was like... What, what, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? Smile, like, give me yeah. a smile, mate. Just give us all that little fist bump. I know, I'm with you. Um, yeah. Okay, so Champ of the Week, without doubt, Hummings Son. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go for Chump of the Week, all right? Yeah. So we've got a couple nominations for this, and I've got a little wild card that I want to throw in myself, all right? Uh, first of all, it's Nathan Collins for Wolves getting sent off, and I guarantee you every single one of those Wolves players on that pitch will have seen him getting red card and gone, this is going to be a long day. This is going to be a long day. Um, silly red card, didn't need to do it. Um, secondly, we've got Brendan Rodgers. Leicester's struggling like you would not believe. One point from 21. On the verge, he's got to be on the verge. And finally, I'm going to throw my wild card in there, OK? Ooh. You ready for this? Yeah. Son. No, not Son. Not Hongmin Son. Right. My son. So listen to this, all right? <laughs> so we are massive into Fantasy Premier League, like most people are, all right? Um, last weekend, my son decided to use his wild card. And my son is flying in FPL. I mean flying, yeah? yeah? Absolutely flying. He's top of all the mini leagues. He's killing it, like gloating like you wouldn't believe, right? He decides to use his wild card, makes every single substitution, forgets to click wild card, yeah? So Louis oh has forgotten to click the wild card button. He's made the transfers. He's been charged like 64 points or something like that. He has gone right down in every single league. Louis he is, Foster. He is furious, mate. He's fuming. So I've got to throw my own son in for chump of the week. Made me feel better because I thought I was like, why aren't my Brighton players playing? Where's my Brighton players? And when I'd actually brought them in. So for that yeah, specific that makes me reason. Feel a lot better. That's, yeah. that's Louis, I'm sorry, mate. I don't know if you're going to win this award, but. It's it's poor behavior. It's schoolboy, isn't it? Yeah, it's schoolboy. I'm I'm probably gonna go your, your son. <laughs> your son. <laughs> he is a schoolboy. Yeah, because, he literally is the schoolboy. Because I, I I love Brendan Rodgers and I feel for him. Nathan Collins is he's gone for the ball and just completely missed it. Yeah. Um, but your son, schoolboy. No, yeah, that's just. That's useless, mate. Louis, Louis, I love you, mate. I do. I absolutely love you, mate. I'm gutted. Oh, do you know what I am? I'm gutted for you, mate, because you were flying it. But you'll be back, son. Don't worry about it. You'll be back, all right? 
Right, a couple more games to go before we finish. Uh, we've got the Villa. So, Friday night, Aston Villa at home to... Who are they playing? Southampton. Southampton. So, um, Friday night, Aston Villa at home to Southampton. Massive win for Villa. Massive win for Stevie G as well, because he was another one that was right on the edge, wasn't he? Absolutely. And, again, I think, I think Stevie G is going to be what is... He's going to be an amazing manager, and that was that was a big win. That was a huge that win for them. Southampton. Win. A little bit indifferent, aren't they? I remember watching them against Man United mm. and thinking, I think these have got a, these have got a bit. This terrible game of football, though. Was, terrible wasn't it? game, yeah. and and it is a big result for Villa. I'm not convinced Gerard's out of the woods yet. Speaking to some Villa fans, I still don't think he's got that relationship with the Villa fans that he needs to have. But, really? Yeah. But I think he's bought himself a bit of time, and I think October will be key. It's a bit like Lampard, isn't it? You know, they've they've bought themselves that time now. And, yeah. Um, I feel that um, yeah, it was a massive three points for them. Speaking of Frank Lampard, brings me nicely onto the Everton West Ham game. Um, again, another brutal game. <laughs> and honestly, I watched this game. With, I went around mum and dad's house. Uh, we had a bit of food and we're watching it and kind of thinking, wow, there's there's not much going on here. Well, Moyes has got to be in a bit of trouble. They've had yeah. a bad start. They've lost again. Yeah. I'm sure they'll they'll get in a bit of a run, but. Uh, Lampard, it's a great result. And I tell you what, Evertonians pretty much do like Lampard. They yeah, want to they give do. Him the time, They're buying so. into it, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think they can see the, the long-term vision. Yeah. Um, a few few decent signings in the summer. If they can keep eking these kind of 1-0-2 wins out, they'll do, won't it? Agaya was a, 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 good, a good sign. Yeah, a very good yeah, signing, yeah. They'll have him yeah. Everton, obviously, he's been there before. But that, I was watching the game yesterday. He looked still like... Just popping it, wasn't he? Beautiful, wasn't it? Uh. Yeah, so Defensively, Everton are quite good as well. They have been all season. It's just been struggling yeah. to score goals. Yeah. So, yeah. I, don't I think they'd be all right. Yeah. Um, quick shout out as well to Azmir Begovic. Well done, Azmir. Oh. Do you know what? It's really hard. As a number two goalie who's sitting there season after season, just watching and waiting, and then you finally get your chance. It's a big game. Do you know what I mean? It's on telly. You want to do well. And I thought he did brilliantly as well. There was a lot of balls into the box, like corners and stuff from West Ham. They are they were sticking them in there right under pressure. He was dealing with them, made a couple really good saves. Fair play, Azmir. Buzzing for you, mate. Um, lads, that's it. That's the end of the football filling. Absolutely buzzed off that. Enjoyed it as usual. Uh, we've got the international break coming up. We might do something for it. We'll see. Uh, but in the meantime, stay safe. Yep. And we'll Thank see you, you all soon, all right? Lovely. You were brutal on the quiz today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>